Chubby's got a chubby. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast of indecorous miscellany, ragtag purveyors of fact and farce, joining this futile quest for knowledge. Have a laugh, learn a fact, and of course, lucky torture is always on the table. Aimlessly shuffling through the bowels of the internet, putting through the muck and mire. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Yo. Hey. Yeah. So we've got an action-packed show this week. We'll be discussing all things weird, random, interesting, and strange. This is either the dirtiest highbrow podcast or the smartest lowbrow podcast. So gang, everyone's in for a treat. We will be doing deep dives on the following awesome topics. We've got news of the weird on deck, unethical life hacks, morbid curiosity of the week, strange history of your favorite corporate overlords, and a few other grand gestures of hilarity. So to kick us off, gang, our lead topic today, are we living in a dystopian society and just don't realize it? The short answer, apparently we are. But it's just on the other side of the world. So far, the Chinese government has already blocked more than 11 million people from booking flights and another 5 million from taking high-speed train trips, all due to having bad social credit. So how is your social credit? We'll be doing a deep dive on the topic of all things social media and how it affects our everyday lives. So how, when is, how do you get a low social credit? Like how many lies you've told... Yeah, Perhaps, you keep track uh, of. Have you stole? Have you stole? All right, so have you, uh, have you had sex well, before marriage? <laughs> like so have you sinned? Like, have I'm going to need sin? one of those like, yeah. handwritten you pray signs every day? you see off the side of the road. Have you ever missed church on Sunday? my social credit. <laughs> so before we punt into the life of the crew here, we'll talk about the uh, way it's applied in China. So have you coveted yeah. your neighbor? Examples yeah, of right. things that can get you flagged. You can get flagged for posting fake news online. You can get flagged for a frivolous spending you can get flagged for smoking in areas that you're not supposed to. Uh-huh. Uh, if you play your music too loud in public, if you jaywalk, and finally, uh, this little nugget's awesome, you can't buy excessive amounts of video games. What? Dude, my social credit's like through the roof. Wasn't our country kind of founded on all of those principles? <laughs> like well, wait, wait, what? This is, th- these are the rules in China? This is the China rules, yeah. right? These are the China rules. You have yeah. no frivolous spending that's... Yeah. Not good for the economy. Well, I don't, I don't even have money. Stuff. It's certainly un-American. <laughs> so you have to be, like, really balanced. Yes. And then they have sort of the opposite of this, where if you do any of the altruistic stuff, like you do charitable deeds, uh, you help small orphans or whatever, then you get actually, you know, positive kickbacks. So before I get into the negative and positive side of what they do for carrots and sticks... How is your social credit? Is so, it like an Uber rating? Is it like one to five? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like that Black Mirror episode I'm imagining. Right. right? Oh, you just really That's what I'm picturing. I'll tell you what. I jaywalk a lot, but it's always just help an old lady across the street. Oh. So it's for, so it cancels it's, out. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah mine, uh, like I have, I think, pretty decent social credit outside of my car. <laughs> the second I step in there. <laughs> I think that's street credit. I think that's street yeah. credit with the cool okay. kids. <laughs> yeah, behind closed doors. Does that count? Yeah. No, no. Uh, who can dine If you I'm out? driving, I would not be able to buy a social house. Your family house can earn ever. credits by ratting you out. Dude. It's <laughs> Chinese or cutthroat. Yeah. That's bad. Like, the closest thing we have here on our side is Facebook Jill. I've been there, but I mean, the, the thing with Facebook is, like, there's no rhyme or reason to the way they do shit. Like, some stuff is horrendous, and it'll get reported and stay up, and then some stuff is just nothing, and then you're banned for a month. So, so like it's the, the it's no well I mean I guess that's in, in the bigger picture that's the problem with doing shit like this at a macro level with an entire country it's like who the hell makes these decisions and were you well, doing deep fakes 
No, I wasn't even. I was like, you know, the, like the filling first, out your crowd. Yeah, tell us a story. We, I was. We need to know. It was. It's ridiculous. It's because it was just somebody. I did a show once, and somebody got very angry and then left a bad review on the venue's oh, uh, Facebook page. So I thought it was hilarious. Somebody linked me to it. It's like, hey, man, look at this. And then so I looked at it, and it was this person just calling. like, I saw Carlos Valencia, and he was the most misogynistic, racist, transphobic, like any, every, every word, every catchphrase right? that you can think All of. All yeah. of those things that you are. Well, in your every bio. single thing. And so I was like, oh, that's hilarious. So I'm just like, so I just uh, quoted, I copied and pasted what they wrote and then posted on my page. Be like, you know, like, ah, look, this is going on my bio, right? Like, I just, <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, look at this. This person just, you know, uh, reviewed me like this on this, what's it, on this other page. And then I got, my post got deleted and I was banned for a day for reposting what they said about me, but their original post was still up. Like, so I got punished for quoting somebody talking shit about me, but the person talking shit was still, and as far as I know, their post is probably still up. That is the failure of a recursive algorithm. That's technically what it is. I I don't know what that means, but yeah. Huh? In China. Something to do with it. Yeah, that's probably what it was. It's a Chinese. I always blame the Chinese anyway. This will get flagged. (laughs) Anyone else ever been to Facebook jail or anything like that? I, why is everybody looking at me? I actually yeah. haven't. <laughs> I just, my I social got, media, I, if I, I was thought I could maybe get banned from just boring, being so boring. Being so boring. They, yeah, they, uh, yeah. I think I'm real close. I got banned from Twitter for, for, for calling, for like, you know, Trump said another stupid shit, you know, of the many that he does. And then I said, I quoted that he went full retard, like the movie, like what is it, uh, Tropic Thunder? Oh, yeah. I, got, I got banned for, say, for saying that he went full retard. Wow. They were like, you can't, like, that's a offensive. I was like, I'm quoting a movie. Oh, I'm not, I didn't even, yeah. yeah. And then I got a band another time, but that really was, it was like, <laughs> that that one I'll give them. That one they, are, are was fair. Are movie lines protected by free speech? <laughs> I I don't know, but I, I don't. They should be. They, if you put in air I quotes, would think maybe. they would be. But they, you know, not that, that whoever controls these censorship on Twitter or Facebook cares. So the hack is someone's got to make some really low-budget B and C and D movies that have fuck you, retard. <laughs> so then whenever we, you know, do it in air quotes, we can get away and it's not going to get Well, if it, if it be, I think it's like if it becomes a coined phrase, then most people are going to know what you're, you're referencing. And then, then there's a slippery slope of like people that actually are hateful people that are dropping the N-word, then they can also be like, hey, I'm just quoting... I'm just quoting Blazing Saddles. (laughs) Blazing Saddles. Day after day after day. I think we found the life hack on that one. So in China, (laughs) what they do typically for the the punishments is uh, they ban you from travel, so no flights, no trains, but in addition to that... They don't have air travel in China. (laughs) Right? They they can fly. Oh. Yeah, yeah, They like literally, they're... uh, Like individually. That's why they call them celestials. (laughs) So not only do they keep them... You know, immobilized, but they also slow down their internet speed. They reduce oh, their access to dirty. good schools. Yeah, fuck so that. they just take their kids and be like, "Your dad said the f bomb, <laughs> so you don't get to get into the good private schools. So public school for you." And then they also do. Um, they ban you from certain types of jobs. They prevent you from staying in certain hotels. And finally, uh, you can lose the right to own a pet. And I've actually heard of cases where they, after you already had the pet, they'll come and 
Seize your family dog. How do they keep track of this shit? Do they actually... <laughs> they got cameras everywhere. <laughs> is yeah, that what it is? facial recognition everywhere. Do you think the people that put people in Facebook jail or penalize them for social breaking social laws, are they the same type of cops that were bullied in high school, like real cops? That Probably so. Target people like, ah, oh, that's asshole. Why do they ban them from traveling, though? Because basically, if you're saying, like, you're not good in society, we don't want you around here, shouldn't we maybe ask where they're going first to see if it's far away <laughs> and then you could approve that travel just don't let him go come back yeah, yeah. Well, one let way take travel it all. away but don't let him yeah come back so rewards for a uh, good social credit include faster internet speeds and reduced utility bills so if you're helping old ladies cross the street adopting orphans these are your Does, prizes. and how long has this policy been about two years has been you know, two years and, yeah. and also, any, any results or anything uh, people are pissed. Uh, for 11 million people have been people uh, are pissed. Banned. Yeah. You know what else can, can ruin your social credit in China? Being that? Filipino. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> I don't know. They racist. Is that is that the is that the hack joke in China? Like, oh, once you go quotes. Filipino, was, being Japanese in China will. It's a movie quote. <laughs> really ruin your social credit. <laughs> I went full Filipino. So someone brought this up earlier. Like, who decides this shit? What's the crime? What's the punishment? Uh, let's play Kingsford Day and say it's us. So what kind of crimes? Pictures of your children on Facebook. Oh, dude. Yeah. Right? Oh, excessive, Weddings. excessive baby porn? Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I like how that makes it sound like there's an acceptable level of baby porn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in, poor, baby porn in moderation. <laughs> so I've got the life hack on that one. On people sharing those obnoxious pictures of their babies and their kids, oh. like, oh, fuck, here they come. They're coming up to my cubicle now. Here's how you make sure it like, never happens again. When they break out the little phone, hey, check out Junior, he's so cute. You just basically, under your breath, fuck yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. You just do that one time, they'll fucking leave you alone. I mean, all the stuff you on might Facebook. also get tagged on some like your cubicle might have to register as a sex <laughs> risk risk reward ratio. Yeah. Yeah. You could do the uh, priorities. That's you could do I, the Dimitri the Martin and the world, show them some pictures of their kid too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't have that one. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I'll trade you. <laughs> so, okay. what would be a crime that you would just prosecute the fuck out of if you were the one making the crazy laws? I get very uh, annoyed at people that do the vague book posts. Oh, dude, vague book is the worst. The Facebook was where somebody's like, it's either, it's either, oh, something great is going to happen. Can't talk about it. Or, or like, man, I can't believe some people you just can't, you can't, you know. Oh, names. Today is not the day. What the fuck are you talking about? Say what you, now you're just looking for attention. You're like, just please somebody ask me what's wrong. Exactly. (laughs) Dude, fucking those people should go to prison for like at least a day. At, at least a day. Yeah, you're seeking attention. Now you're not going to get any attention for at least a week. I, I would give them a week. Maybe you just ding them on their credit. like they're, that, so, Their so actual can, credit, can, though. Let's okay. keep these people out of houses. So, so based on this, <laughs> on this social credit, like how social is it? Can I like give you credits? I'm feeling bad for you right now. Yeah, yeah, no. so you're, you're, you know, the, the government's down on you. You're, they're slowing down your internet yeah. speeds. Can I, can I like bump you up? Yeah, yeah, can dude, I give you... Th- what's the... Uh, Task that I must do to earn the bump on my credit. Can I like make you do tricks? That'd be awesome. Or can you just give somebody social credit because you're like, well, I know my brother's got a personality disorder, so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. What I'm kind of taking from this is something that I think we could all agree on is that if you 
hold the door open for somebody and they don't thank you, they should be executed. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't wait when you let you in. But yeah. also, if they hold the door and you're too far away, I don't like that either. Oh, yeah, then you got to rush. Because then I have to rush to the. Because otherwise, I'm an asshole if I keep walking at the same pace because I'm making them hold the door for too long. So that could be an right? execution, too. So you get executed on either side yeah, of that. So yeah, you got to time it right. Like, thank you for holding the door, but not. When I was, I'm still like you know, fifty feet away. Should be a measured away. distance, honestly. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna start making eye contact on. with people on the opposite end of the parking lot. And is it <laughs> is it is it like that Black Mirror episode? Is everybody familiar yeah. with the yeah, episode yeah. Oh, yeah. where where you're like, oh, cool, yeah, yeah, you were great today. Like I just yelped to you. I like you. Just you give know, them a little, little point. Yeah. Bing, bing. Wait, so, so are they just gonna do this instead of communism now? <laughs> it's just like a new form of government. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, that would but be. A I, new you know, form. I thought it was. I thought it was coming. I didn't know it was already instituted. Oh, been in play for two. I didn't know it was instituted either. Yeah, so I thought I just knew about the Black Mirror episode. So there you go. So it's going to happen. Oh. So it's coming. Oh, so right. awesome. China did. So pivoting to our next topic, game unethical life hacks. We've scraped the bells of the internet to find the most amazing life hacks for those brave enough to dare. So set your moral compasses south and join us for this edition of unethical life hacks. Right. Uh, This is a discount pizza tip. In my experience, if you tell a pizza delivery person to keep the change, they won't count the money until they get back to their car. This works extra well if you put the big bill on the outside. Then if you lock all the doors and ignore them, if they try to come back, there isn't anything they can really do. Uh, Because it will take time to get the rest of the money and they have a quota, they'll usually just take the loss. Is it super shitty? Yes. Is pizza delicious? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> all right so you're giving them less cash yep, yep. and telling them keep the chain and they just don't ass- yeah I love then, the, okay these people are not worried about social credit in the least right i've disconnected my home alarm system and deregistered from the neighborhood watch I've got two Pakistani flags raised in the front yard, one at each corner, and the black flag of ISIS is in the center. The RCMP, CSIS, the FBI, CIA, MI5, MI6, NSA, and other agencies are all watching the house 24-7. I've never felt safer, and I'm saving forty nine ninety five a month. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I thought about that, too, when that... <laughs> When the oh, when it man. first came out that the government was reading all your emails and all your you know messages, I thought I was like, well, this is great. Like now, like if you're ever gonna as a stand up promote your show, just write ISIS somewhere, yeah. <laughs> and then you get so much more exposure. Mention Bin Laden somewhere in your stand up promotion, and boom, now you got all the NSA watching you. <laughs> all right, uh, this is uh, wear a trainer shirt to a gym. And inappropriately touch anyone you want. Jeez. Oh. Just took a rapey turn. <laughs> See, that was, it's all right, I'm a trainer. That took me a second because I've never been to a gym. Yeah. You go up to the hottest chick, you're like, oh, you want to get swole? I can go around. I don't think you can say that. If you say that, I think they'll kick you in the balls. Let's go from, like, really lighthearted to sexual assault. Yeah. Come on, we'll break this Yeah. Have the kids so they can be DDs. Uh, my province, at 14 years of age, kids can get their learner's license, which means they can drive. So as long as they're accompanied by someone that's 18 plus as their driver, with their driver's license. Uh, Canada recently legalized marijuana. For, so for those folks that are partake in Satan's salad but don't want to risk a Dewey, I can barely read this. Uh, 
just use your uh, of age and licensed children to cart you around when you're too fucked up. <laughs> All yeah, right. That's a very long term life hack, though. I don't think I can keep somebody alive for 14 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you know I mean? Playing the long game on that. Just Satan salad. Just get Sounds a, a little open. too much like a satanic rim job. <laughs> <laughs> Satan salad, yeah. Oh, dude. Escape the bad, bad people. If someone is ever attacking you with a blunt weapon and you, uh, and you are both guys, yell, harder, daddy. 110% escape. If it doesn't work, say, kinky. If that doesn't work, just die. Fucking die. More bang for your buck. Life hack. Shoot firearms in the neighborhood of a house that you're thinking of purchasing. In order to drive that value down. <laughs> uh, free drive through meal. There are usually two windows in drive through for paying first and for receiving meal second. You have to skip the intercom used for order and skip payment window as well. Stop between the first and second windows. Wait until a car behind you shows up and makes a payment. Receive free random meal at second window. <laughs> drive away. <laughs> yeah, I guess if the, the restaurant people are so dumb that they don't realize there's a car that's been parked there for 30 minutes in between both windows. So I see double risks on this one. Risk one is it's illegal. You get caught, go to jail. Risk two, maybe they ordered a salad. Oh, yeah. That would be the worst. Oh, yeah. Free Uber ride. Uh, tell the driver you're in a hurry and to go fast. Uh, get evidence your driver was speeding. Report to Uber that they were driving unsafe. Uber will always comp the ride. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh man, the thing is, like, all of these work, but you just got to be a giant piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just like you may as well like a life hack. If you want something free, steal it. Yeah, you might as well be. Hey, you you, you want a free car? Get a gun and then find somebody that has a car. Take theirs. <laughs> These spelling errors are killing me. All right. Our next topic, this is a double category of the week. This is our morbid curiosity of the week, as well as our strange history category of the week. So you know what that means? It is our deep dive of the week. So this story is a cautionary tale of how one quack doctor from the 1800s killed a president. But before we dive in, I just want to point the question out to you guys. You're completely fucked, and you end up in the 1800s. What quack remedy are you guys using? So tapeworms, cocaine, heroin, leeches, there's all kinds of crazy shit out there. Right. Like, what's your level of comfort going to the dentist, a doctor, a hospital back in the 1800s? What's funny is that I didn't even have to go to the 1800s since I don't have health insurance. I got to do all this <laughs> shit now, too. Like, just figure out weird ways to fucking survive. Have you tried self-entrepination yet? Uh, no. <laughs> Hey, that's, what I, that's another one that I was thinking. That's when they drill a hole in your head, yeah, right? Put yeah. some gizmo on your skull. Yeah. Just fucking crank away and get Further, all that. Like, that doesn't make, because that's mostly for mental health issues from what I've heard. Like, it's like, hey, if you're crazy, then you drive a hole in your cranium and then uh, evil spirits fly out. Yeah, you drill out the Apparently, evil spirits can fly through bone. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. How did it make sense then? Like, I drop a hole through your head, and then all the evil spirits are going to escape. It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. No, it doesn't. You got to have imagination, They can go Carlos. through bone. Yeah. Spirit oh, no. versus bone. Spirit versus... <laughs> that's what chapter of the Bible is that again? Spirit versus bone? Is that in Psalms? Here's an interesting fact. One of our presidents, James Garfield, on paper was killed by an assassin, but in actuality was killed by his quack doctor. So, uh, 1881, after being shot by a would-be assassin... 
President James Garfield languished in the care of a Dr. D.W. Bliss, a quack doctor. Was he a quack doctor then, though, or is it like us retro- looking back? He retrospect. was distinguished then. He yeah. probably had a... They're not going to let some yeah. fucking quack operate on... Letters the- before his name. Yeah, to be fair, That's in right, retrospect, yeah. we view him as a quack, but at the time, he was, you know, top of the class. So the doctor was trying to figure out how to get the bullet out, and back then, there wasn't all the, f- the fancy technology. So he consulted a pretty famous guy, Alexander Graham Bell, the inventor of the telephone, and he said, hey, can you invent a gizmo that can find metal in a human body? Invent a metal detector? Yeah. I mean, it's basically a metal detector, but one that worked in humans. So he... Oh, yeah. I forget. Humans have bone and nothing gets through that shit. Nothing gets through bone. <laughs> nothing gets through bone. <laughs> Not even spirits. Yeah. So it was called the induction balance, and he tested it a bunch, and it worked fine. But then when he used it on the dying president to locate the bullet, the device didn't work. So Dr. Bliss went public and told the media Alexander Graham Bell was a fraud, his device didn't work, and just basically shit all over him. Wow, so, really? So like now we know him as the guy that invented the telephone, but the people back then, the only thing they really knew was this guy was a fraud. This is the guy that almost killed the president. You know, so his, Did you say he was a quack? His social credit was way the fuck down. He, yeah, he was a quack, basically. But wait, he's talking about Could Alexander Graham Bell, though. So the quack was calling yeah. him a quack. Yeah, the quack was calling him a quack. So, But it turns out, fun fact... Uh, the reason that Alexander Graham Bell's gizmo didn't work was because the stupid fucking doctor didn't follow the instructions, which oh. was keep the dying president away from a bunch of metal, box springs or whatever. And he was like, oh, there's nothing there. Oh, I got this. Give me the gizmo. So he like did the ring, 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 ring. Of course, there was fucking metal all over the place. And that's why it didn't work. So oh. what could have potentially saved the dying president was just uh, fucked by this quack doctor. So then the doctor then proceeds Stupidity to Stupidity always wins. Stupidity always wins. Yeah, yeah. So the doctor says, okay, I'm just going to have to poke around there with this little metal prod thing and just kind of just fucking guess. So he goes in the guy's back, tears into his rib cage, and then starts to make this big gaping wound. And then he takes his dirty, unsanitized finger in there and with no anesthesia. So we're assuming. Did they have anesthesia back then? Yes. So th- this is where we, we assume he, just he like, was. No? Just, the president we, couldn't afford it? So it's just the doctor was so <laughs> shitty, he didn't know to use it. He didn't think to use it. Long story short, Gives the guy, like, a horrible fucking infection. So put yourself in the doctor's shoes. You just fucked up royally, botched the surgery, president's about to die. What is your treatment going to be? How are you guys going to save the day here? Oh, my God. So we got to do medical work now? So yeah, you got, you got well, pick- I mean, I would just drill a hole in his head. Yeah, Dr- yeah. Drill a hole in his head. Release those spirits. Get those spirits out. <laughs> That's what it maybe, was. Maybe, maybe some leeches. <laughs> leeches. Just give him some of uh, Satan's salad. Satan's salad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, yeah, I mean, I can have a hard time. This guy was the... Because you don't just take the president to some chump doctor, yeah. right? So this is supposed to be one of the best doctors, and that's the shit that he's doing? That's the shit he's doing, and he fucked up so bad, he had to have an exit strategy. So, so he... Okay, so he's like, the, the president's getting ready to die. So he's getting worse and worse, and then the, the horrible thing happens, he loses his appetite, so he stops eating, so he's like literally starving himself. He can't uh-huh. hold down Again, any food. Again, tapeworms. 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 Well, that's, that does the opposite. It eats the food in your stomach. Oh, it doesn't. Uh, so you need like uh, the tapeworms to do the opposite thing where it takes the food into the body. I was shot in the dark because so I've seen it on the other. So like, uh, like bulimic worms. Yeah, so you need a bulimic <laughs> worm. Yeah, exactly. The opposite. Tapeworms Back then, like, medical school was like three weeks. <laughs> so it was a different time. So uh, <laughs> Tame to Coney Island. July 4th. Hot dog eating. Yeah, that's right. So after getting... In, in, in hindsight, uh, yeah, 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really literally got that confused a little bit. So Dr. Bliss, after the president got massively sick from an infection, 
he lost his appetite, and a doctor had to treat this somehow. So he came up with this ingenious solution to feed him through his asshole. So he invents oh, some contraption nice. that's basically like a tube, sticks up his ass, and starts feeding him through his ass a uh, beef extract and some special blood that was like alchemy, black magic kind of science shit to it, and just puts this little concoction up his ass and starts feeding him through his ass. Uh-huh. And, you know, and it worked, and he saved the, saved the president. And that's why Garfield is the greatest president in the history of America. <laughs> and that's why... And that's did why it, did it really work? And that's why Garfield the cat was drawn. Exactly, because the Garfield cartoonist says his inspiration for Garfield was the ass-feeding. No, of course it didn't work. No, he, he died. He died. Well, it was he died a horrible yet, death. To be fair. He died a very, very horrible, very, but very he died death. happy with shit up his ass. I think that's what we need to concentrate here, <laughs> is he got shit up his ass. But so, so, so that's it, gang. That's how our 20th president died. They didn't have human centipede technology back in the 1800s. It's before processed food. I always said processed food is the best. Yeah, medicine sucks, man. <laughs> All right, so... Yeah, man. Throw that, <laughs> <throw> that bone. <laughs> so our next topic, the dark histories of our favorite corporate overlords. How one popular brand used to fat shame women as part of their normal advertising campaigns. But first, what motivates you guys to buy stuff? Like, I, whenever when they, they fat shame women? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only purchase that's products that make me that's feel That's how I powerful. buy shingles. Is, is, do they fat shame women when they sell these shingles? <laughs> <laughs> that's how I got feel... on the Tinder. That's how I sold on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe the shoes that give you a couple extra inches there so you feel a little taller. Shirts that make you feel a little slimmer. Hey, that's hitting a little close to home, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so fear and shame was really a very common tactic in the 1940s and 50s. Uh, could you imagine today if... They basically told women they were ugly, they were fat. I think they still do they that. They still they're do just, that. But yeah. they're just more subtle about yeah. it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're just clever. Do it yeah. to each other behind their backs. Yeah. <laughs> so the company we're talking about here, of course, is Lane Bryant. Lane Bryant. Uh-huh. So the company began in 1904 with uh, maternity designs mostly being their bread and butter. The company was founded by Lena Bryant. The name Lane comes from an interesting story. So Lena Bryant went to get a business loan, and the bank officer misspelled her name on the application and wrote Lane instead of Lena. Now they think uh, that she's a man, so now they'll respect her. Well, oh, maybe well, in, in 1904? 1904, yeah. Maybe she used it. Oh, dude, that's well, probably it's it. It's pretty yeah. genius, because then if you default on the loan, they're going to so, go yeah, looking for this Lane guy. Yeah. So she used it probably as cover then. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like, yeah. who's that? I'm Lena. It's like, like, yeah, who cares? Like, I, got, I got my business. Lane Bryant, they started out as a maternity clothing outlet and they eventually pivoted to helping out larger frame women throughout the years their marketing uh, strategy had changed so we'll start off by showing you kind of what was in vogue in the 1940s and 50s so this is a real ad from the 1940s and 50s i'll let one of you guys describe what we're seeing here that's uh, an attractive woman that's a, a disgustingly fat woman <laughs> no i'm just kidding it's just a, it's just the face of a woman and then it says Lost her boyfriends because of fat. And then somewhere down it goes on to sell what the product is. It's going to fix that. But it scares the shit out of women. Like, but, I mean, this could she, happen to she's you. She's also petite. The woman yeah, the like yeah, this, she's Judy not Garland? fat at all. So that, that makes them feel even worse. Like, I'm fatter than her. Yeah, oh, I don't want to lose my... So, that, yeah, yeah. so they're playing so on wait, that. she's oh, fat? And then, yeah. oh my God, what must I be? All right, so what are, we seeing, what are we seeing here, gang? This is a pair. And it says, this is no shape for a girl. Oh, that's a little no, What year is that? What picture, year is that? Yeah. That picture, be like the 50s, late 50s, early no, 60s. That's Ma- in maybe color. Well, maybe yeah, even the 70s. See, that picture doesn't match the bottom thing because the bottom thing looks like it's from the 
60s, 70s. It could be the, the 60s and 70s. Maybe but that all those, picture. like, you know, 40s, like, chunky pinups, like, really yeah. upset some people. There you go. And so they're coming back. So this one, just to show Clapping you that... I like my pinups, it could, thick. It could just, be. just to show you that there was equal opportunity in body shaming, this is one where they went after the skinny ladies. Good news for thousands of girls who have no, no sex, sex appeal. Thousands gain 10 to 25 pounds quick with ironized yeast. And then look at that cartoon there. So you <laughs> yeah, it's like you a... See the bullets. It's, it's a gay couple at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no sex appeal. To the beanpole. <laughs> to the beanpole. Let's, vam- let's vamoose. Let's vamoose, which I think means butt fucking. <laughs> and then, then back at home, she's crying with the clinics over her eyes. And then the friend is consoling her. Try it. Ionized yeast tablets. That poor woman had just survived the Holocaust. Yeah, that's what I was like. (laughs) There were three body types back then. It was uh, too fat, too skinny, Jackie Onassis. (laughs) (laughs) So this is Lane Bryant's uh, original ad. It was a baby. Why is there a baby? Oh, I see. Uh, It's a gratuitous pig. Look at my baby. Look at my baby. (laughs) (laughs) Baby. What is it that that we're supposed to say now? (laughs) Ah, man, sexy ass baby. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What if if that's all we noticed about this? It's like, there's a sexy ass baby. Lee Bryant used to make fat baby clothes. (laughs) (laughs) It it looks like maternity clothing for somebody that's like three weeks pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, because they didn't, you weren't allowed to show fat people in ads back then. Stylish oh. apparel for the expectant mother and the baby. <laughs> Spring and summer 1928. So it started out being pretty classy with their ads. And then they started pivoting to where they realized they couldn't sell enough shit for pregnant women. So they started targeting larger frame women. So still somewhat dignified, respectable, no body shaming. Every stout woman needs this style book. It's ready and it's free. free. Slenderizing fashions. And just a couple happy-looking ladies that look a little bit bigger wearing clothes that cover everything up. And then the original founder of Lane Bryant, the girl that pretended her name was Lane, she, she dies. Ah, oh, spoiler uh, alert. Bummer. The, the marketing geniuses get a little crazy. The 1950s come around. And then this is the kind of ad they started shooting for. Free for chubbies. And it's a little girl, too. Chubby size. That was cool. Chubby size clothes. It pictures the newest dresses, coats, suits, sweaters, under things, skirts, blouses for girls and teens. Too chubby to fit into regular sizes. (laughs) And everything is priced at the same as regular. (laughs) At least they said regular sizes and not normal sizes. (laughs) (laughs) They put regular sizes in quotes, too. Yeah, in quotes, regular sizes. Pretty insensitive to the ladies, for sure. They didn't want to use the word healthy. (laughs) this one takes the fat shaming up a notch. I'll let you guys Holy take this one. Shit. How happy can a chubby girl be? <laughs> and like, is it, is it not at all? Is it, they, oh, no. Chubbets. 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 So they start this whole clothing line called Chubbets. Oh. You know, where they failed here is they failed to market uh, on the other end of this, on the, on the, on the health fad. On the- it was back before anybody cared about women's health, really. They, they were just like, we can't fix this. Let's sell them stuff. Yeah. And, the, and they got rhymes, too. Well, they well, well, more fabric. Can be the bell of her class. Oh. Uh, chubby lass can be the bell of her class. Well, who has that haiku job for Lane Bryant? Please tell me in a thrift store somewhere there's like a tag that says Chubbettes. <laughs> and then the cattle call one. So this is, you know, calling call all, all chubbies. chubbies. That's my OKCupid. Okay <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the what? That's my OKCupid. Okay yeah, yeah. Calling yeah. all chubbies. Chubbies. <laughs> That's your handle. That's, <laughs> that's my CD radio handle. Calling all chubbies. <laughs> Dirty togs. And then then they just started characterizing their uh, retail outlets as 
as Chubby Shop. Well, well that's... still not picturing chubby women in their ads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still... Chubby Shop is almost like a cute name for like a porn store. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like if you're going to open a porn store for kids, you could call it Chubby Shop. <laughs> I would call myself Chubby. Chubby. I would call myself Chubby. And then you have a little mascot. <laughs> it's a little goat or something. Hey, it's Chubby. It's Chubby. It's take chubby. What are you chubby. doing? Oh. <laughs> Chubby's got a Chubby. <laughs> Is this eventually going to lead into like the origin of the term BBW or something? <laughs> is, that what, is that what we're getting at? So our next topic, gang, Factor Force. This is the part where we're going to dazzle you and literally blow your brains all over the fucking wall. You will be the hero around the water cooler tomorrow as you regurgitate the amazing truth that you will soon learn. One of us might be lying and making up shit. We will have to call each other's bluffs as we play Factor Force. So uh, apparently, back back in the day, before you could get some awesome like dental prosthetics, they would just go find a dead soldier that had what you needed, and extract that dead person's tooth. Holy shit! And when, when, shove it in your mouth. Back in like the eighteen eighteen hundreds, presumably when a war was going on, presumably. there weren't just a bunch of random dead soldiers. <laughs> I'm I'm going uh, I'm going fact plausible. I'm going fact on this one. Uh, yeah, I'll say fact. I, and I, yeah, I'm going to say fact. fact gonna, yeah, it fact. is absolutely true. <laughs> wow! According they, to a website that I googled, they would very pull quickly. teeth from dead soldiers, and that's what they would shove up your mouth. Man. Yeah, they would if you were missing a tooth. Does getting that, made fun of. Does that work? Like, if you just shove somebody else's tooth up your thing, it'll work? If it's a match, right? It's, it's magic, right? It'll just stay? It if it's a match? Like, I, I mean, I don't just... think they just, like, set it in place and we're like, easy? Yeah. And they walk away. <laughs> Maybe they don't want to go easy on this No refunds. <laughs> you guys heard that term, uh, break a leg? Yeah. All right. Like, you heard this, where the, the origin of that term was, like, back in the day... Uh, when theater was a big deal. Before every play started, the actors would say to each other, hey, have a good show, right? So eventually, they all got together, uh, all the actors and, and the directors and stuff, they were like, hey, you know how, like before the shows, we always say like, hey, have a good show. Well, then how about instead of saying that, we say, break a leg. And then everybody was like, yeah, that's cool. Huh. I'm going to call fiction just because I think it was maybe more of a simple thing. Maybe it was just like some guy, Dave, told his friend Bob, and it was just, it stuck. Wow, that hurts my feelings. I don't know. I mean, I, I just can't get over the, uh, you know, the, the hate speech and coming from a place of privilege. Because to say break a leg would imply that everybody has legs to break. Oh, able And that is not taking the less fortunate members of society. And, yeah, yep, there you go. That's, okay. That was the and, correct answer. And I apologize for calling them less fortunate because... Yeah, I take offense of you saying that they're less fortunate. <laughs> How do you know that they weren't just abundant with fortune? Yeah. How do you know that they didn't want to lose a leg? Maybe How do you know their legs were, were magic too heavy? Legs? <laughs> what was it, Carlos? Yeah, I made that up. Oh, damn. <laughs> yes, I was just reading today that uh, there is a House member of the United States Congress that is accusing the Pentagon of using ticks as weapons of biological destruction uh, to give humans Lyme disease. Holy shit. I'm going to call farce on this one just because that sounds bad. Who is it that's claiming this? A member of Congress. 
Yes, it okay. is. I'll tell you right now. The uh, the congressman is from New Jersey. Uh, kind of giving yourself away there, reading it from yeah, your phone, I mean, Stefan. If you're, if you're oh, yeah. Then I'm going to say true. Okay, I'm going to say true, too. I'm going to say <laughs> true, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, to, yeah, there, there you go. Okay, to, so there you go. To true. give Lyme disease to who? Just to everybody? To all, yeah. any of our enemies that we can convince to walk through tall Communist. grass. <laughs> yeah, there's a rare fish in uh, South Carolina, quarries of South Carolina, that actually takes a deep breath when it jumps and then uh, stays under for a very long time until it comes back up, take another deep breath, and then back down again. Quarries of South Carolina. I, I, I am native of South Carolina, so okay. I think I know this more than anything. I, I'll go plausible because I think, yeah, South Carolinian. Yeah, that, yeah I'm going to go, hell yeah. Is it like going to be one of those technicalities where it's actually like no? An it's amphibian? not true. It's definitely not oh. true. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I thought that when I was a kid. That's where I got. I asked my dad why fist jump, and he said they used to take a big breath because he didn't want to answer my questions. They were annoying. Yeah. And then I thought that for a long, long time. <laughs> I, was like, I remember when I was a little kid. I asked my dad, I was "Like how fast is seven hundred thirty-eight miles an hour?" And he was like, "That's the speed of light." <laughs> and, I, and in my head, I'm like, on the first I was like, holy try. shit, like, I just guessed the speed of light out of nowhere. Like, for years, I thought, like, I once asked my dad, and I was like, oh, incidentally, I just fucking hit the speed of light. So he gave I you honest- an, an inflated ego. You thought you were smarter than I the average was a kid. Genius. You stopped studying, and that's why you fell out of school. That's, that's exactly. Polar bears are sexually attracted to women who are menstruating. And two, in Saudi Arabia, if you consume the bloody tampon of a female, you can go to prison. What were you Googling to come up with these? Yeah, yeah. What were you masturbating well, to? Well, I'll just tell you, what, one of these is real, one of these is fake. I fake. would say is fake. polar bear, fake, Saudi Arabia, real. True. Yeah. I'd say it's reverse. Uh, I'm going to go with what Carlos said. All right, uh, Stefan, Stefan takes the cake really? on that one. Whoa. Yeah. I just figure Saudi Arabia just has had, find, tries to find any excuse to kill people. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, was, so it's how do they figure out that the, the polar bear was coming at these women because they were sexually attracted? It's I, they keep hitting them up on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> the Catholic Church has been catching a lot of heat lately for a wide variety of naughty things, actually. But what would you say if I told you that scientists have recently connected the dots to prove that they were in fact the ones behind the bubonic plague that killed between 50 million to 100 million people? You guys uh, ever heard about this? No, this, they're saying that the Catholic Church. Started uh, when this happened in the seventies, uh, like the thirteen seventies. Same deal. <laughs> Disco is big. Yeah, Disco yeah. Is big. that's what I thought. <laughs> so it's been called Some the Black soon? Death, the bubonic plague, the main culprit that wiped out like literally half of Europe. I you can't know. believe that Carter was president during this time. Yeah, but I that's mean, the, and know, he allowed this to happen. He doesn't. That's crazy. Well, that's you could smoke wait. on airplanes back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was a big part of it. That was a big part of it. <laughs> it's how it spread. <laughs> the, the says we're short <laughs> I mean, how is it our fault if like all these people didn't just hold the bouquet of roses close enough to their? That's actually part of the bubonic plague mythology. Is the pocket full of posies? You know that little song that. So fun fact. Um, oh, I didn't know that. But the the little song that all either. the kids sing at the playground. You know. Where it's ashes, ashes. It was like <laughs> where we were hanging what, out. What playground are you going to? Yeah. No, no, no. It's like uh, to find out what they sing. <laughs> Ring around the rosy, pocket full of posy, ashes, ashes. We all fall down. It sounds happy, right? Oh, I didn't know those Catholic. Yeah. It, it sounds like a flowers in the attic song. It's yeah. basically a song that the little kids learned 
you know, as a morbid coping technique with the fact that everyone's going to fall down, everyone's going to die. It's like saying, hey, it sucks, but we're all going to die. Let's just be happy and uh, make, you know. Oh, okay, that's that, yeah. It was a coping technique. So that's, uh, yeah. Oh, man, Dr. Hook's got a song just like that. I knew that was the background. <laughs> of it. So, uh, yeah. But, uh, like for emo toddlers? <laughs> <laughs> so now... <laughs> emo toddlers with their mean swoop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> On June 13th, 1233, Pope Gregory IX ordered the church to carry out something called a papal bull, which, that's a fancy way of saying, do whatever the fuck I just said or I will cut your head off. He had a decree in 1233 called the Vox Rama. Anyone want to take a guess at what the, the Vox Rama was? Do you think pedophilia was worse when back when you could marry a 12-year-old? Or do you think it was better back then? You know what? That's a great question. You know what I mean? But I, I mean, know we're getting off. I don't want to veer off topic. I, but, uh, no, it's well, on topic. On topic. Is it really? I don't, want yeah. to be, I don't want to sound like the conservative here, but I don't. I don't believe that you should have sex with teenagers before you're married to them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was raised Catholic. Slow down, Roy Moore. So maybe it's the Catholic in me coming out. <laughs> we're looking at you, Mississippi, Alabama. I, I don't. I don't believe in premarital pedophilia. <laughs> You, can, so, you guys can laugh, make fun of me, that's fine. I'm used to being ostracized for my <laughs> conservative views. <laughs> so how did they start the Bivon? That's what he decided? Like, he had all the power in the world. He was like, all right, let me just kill 50% of the people in Europe? Oh, better, better than that. So a couple extra steps to get there. There was a certain breed of satanic worship called Luciferianum. Luci- uh, Rastafarianum? Uh, Luciferians. <laughs> oh, Luciferians. Yeah, it was a practice like- in Germany. And they basically thought it was uh, witchcraft and naughty, and they really wanted to fucking put it into this. So they had this whole, like, six-paragraph thing about you can't do this and you can't do that, and if you do this and you do that, well, you know, you're a heretic and we're going to round you up and kill you. And one of the things that was in that was uh, black cats were pretty much uh, demons used by witches. Oh. So cats were deemed as evil. I think I know where this is going. So the decree and subsequent actions by religious nutjobs caused the cat population to dwindle down to basically nothing, which in turn caused the rat population to increase uh, and the subsequent flea population to skyrocket. And as we know, it was the fleas and the rats that spread the disease. <laughs> <laughs> so if the cat population would have stayed nice and healthy, we'd probably have like 100 million more Europeans back in the 1300s and then we'd have like way more overpopulation now. But you know... Yeah, so it's a good thing. Yeah, right. So it's really... He is sort of... So in hindsight... Pumped. With that logic, our... People that do mass genocides, heroes to the human race? I mean, if overpopulation is your chief concern, then technically Genghis Khan is the one that takes the crown. Yeah, that's right. Uh, actually, guys, it's, uh, it's oh, Genghis. Genghis. Oh. <laughs> oh. I just want to be that guy for Genghis me. Genghis Khan. <laughs> so M- Mr. Kong actually <laughs> had the single greatest contribution as a human being to environmental uh, causes because the sheer volume of people he killed it actually created more of a positive effect for the environment by getting rid of all the carbon pollution and there was more trees and more green that was uh, produced as a result of like all these dead bodies. So nature kind of took over. I mean, so should is, we yeah. celebrate murderers? I mean, I don't know. That's the thing. Is like It depends on what your main priority is. Like The worst thing for the earth is human beings. It is. So right. roaches. It's like Stanhope talk, the, the abortion is green. Like, right. Yeah, right. Like, I don't, you know, you might never recycle in your life, but you're saving so much trash getting thrown out there by just not having a baby. 
That's point, true. Having another and just human think about being. all the pictures you're saving all of us from. Yeah, no shit, right? Yeah. So just <laughs> for that reason alone. Sure. But, but yeah, I mean, so we should like, celebrate local mass murderers. Like, uh, just like think local. Yeah, right? think, think local. <laughs> <laughs> right? Just that uh, that running joke amongst like you know suicide truck bombers. They say Jengus take the wheal. <laughs> Ethically sourced murderers. <laughs> so here's some fun facts about the Catholic Church. Uh, I'll let you guys just randomly take these. The Roman Catholic Church executed William Tyndale in 15... Is it Tyndale? <laughs> <laughs> All right. In 1536, for translating the Bible into English, he was not just executed, he was tried for her- heresy, choked, impaled, and burned on the stake. Roughly 83% uh, of the New Testament in the King James Bible is Tyndale's translation. Additionally, roughly 76% of the Old Testament is his translation. So the guy that translated the Bible into English was fucking, like, tortured and killed. And then we just used his shit? Apparently he just didn't spill things right. They were spilling Nazis. They took that shit really seriously. Dude, if we did that to you, can you imagine? Yeah, I know. (laughs) We wouldn't be able to do this podcast. If I was back in the day, dude, I'd be uh, be cutting a little pieces. And they were doing this all by fucking ink. Like, (laughs) no eraser mate, no no backspace, nothing. LOL, the molestation and rape of children by Catholic priests in America resulted in more than $3.3 billion in settlements in the last 15 years, with $1.3 billion of that in California. I, That's this, weird. Now that I read Why that. is there an LOL in front of it? Yeah. I think he just copied now that I read that. from the legal documents. I think the legal document says LOL. <laughs> if you look it up, the, I, th- the PDF, I think I mixed up my LOL and my OMG. So number number two should have been the OMG, and number three should have been the LOL. But here's, a, here's what's funny is, well, I mean, the LOL is obviously hilarious, but I could be wrong about this, but actually I saw this because my, uh, my buddy, our buddy, Matt Davis, posted it. was like, when they settled in Boston, they settled for like $663 million, and I'm like, and no, he said it. It's like, why couldn't you just add the extra three? You know, just make it $666 million. That would be so much more appropriate for the Catholic Church to pay that much money. Rounding. That was a rounding joke. (laughs) Carlos just told us a rounding joke. Uh, The uh, the Catholic Church spends more money than Apple brings in. Expenditures by the Catholic Church, largely on charity, exceeded $170 billion in 2012, according to The Economist magazine. In that same year... Apple took in $157 billion in revenue. God damn. I don't I can't I mean, what are they calling charity, though? I mean, yeah. what's their social credit in China? I bet you the Catholic Church is fucking... They're crushing it right now. It's $170 nah, that, but Is it their own charity? Their own, like, I charities think, they make up that are... I think that's what they're doing. Yeah. I think they're probably counting the money that they give to other churches as yeah, charity because yeah. they sustain uh, yeah, other yeah. churches. Like, hey, it's charity. We're all... We're giving money to other churches to make... It's like a pyramid. That, yeah, of legal that tax fees work. Is charity. Doing that tax work. Yeah, so, exactly. so a fun back-of-the-napkin calculation shows that uh, the $3.3 billion they paid in settlements for the pedophile shit is roughly 1.5% of the total revenue they spent. That's it? That's it. Wow. So I would have thought they took a bigger hit. I would have thought it would have been like, cow, you know... Dude. But, uh, yeah, so... How does big money in, in Chimo? <laughs> <laughs> I remember being a little kid and go like I had to go to Catholic church and stuff. They 
gave us no is no joke. They gave us these little tiny envelopes for the kids to put like a portion of their allowance in. Yeah. That's how that's how deep these people were is, going is to go. Is that how they make their money? Just people money. giving them money? Is that how they make? Or they are, but they probably invest in. They have investments in. Oh yeah, they have, they have like I mean, over the a trillion dollars worth just of holdings. Got massive now. They just have this like rolling trash can they put in front of you. Like I, I heard at one point that they had like a, a they had invested in like condom companies or companies that own condoms. Same sex, man. <laughs> a little bit of an inappropriate segue here from child mode to porn, but uh. We're going to make this work. We were talking about latex in the Catholic Church, okay? Like he, he associates everything with that. So, <clears throat> we're segue into our Pornhub comments of the week. We heroically watch hundreds of hours of porn each week just to find these gems. The noble task of sifting through countless hours of bukkake, cuckolding, and senseless midget gangbangs just to bring you the best Pornhub comments of the week. I just want to say I object to calling midget gangbang senseless. There's a lot of sense that goes into those. Uh, this is from Natasha One. Why are you doing this? Please come home. Your father and I are heartbroken. <laughs> I like that the guy underneath is like, her mom has a Pornhub account laughing my ass off. <laughs> well, how else are you going to talk to your estranged daughter? You know, I wonder. I wonder if, if, if parents that have like their their kid has gone missing, if if that's one of the things that they do now, they go on Pornhub see if they can find them there. It's true. And, like, and then, do you want to find them at that point? Just hanging out in every casting room. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that's what she's been doing. At what, at what point are they just dead to you? You know, that was really like, good. The moment that you find them on Pornhub. Okay, this comes from Haha Meme Boy. Uh, this kind of porn upsets me. It gives people an unrealistic and unhealthy idea of of, of how quickly a plumber will come to your house. <laughs> uh, you know, I'd laugh at that, but you know, I'd, I'll never be able to own a house. This is from H H J Bion. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I porn surfed, weak and weary, over many strange and spurious sights of hot triple X galore, while I clicked my favorite bookmark, suddenly there came a warning, and my heart was filled with mourning, mourning for my dear amour. Tis not possible, I muttered. Give me back my free hardcore, quoth the server. 404. <laughs> that's, you know, that's a great... That is fucking poetry. <laughs> that is, but imagine, like, like, I imagine, how does it go through somebody who's like, yeah, I just wrote this really cool shit. You know how I'm going to share it? It's in a Pornhub comment thread. Well, we're bumping and them hopefully to the podcast stratosphere. Yeah. Hopefully somebody with a massive podcast like we have will... Shout out to HJB. If I ever wrote something that good, there's no way I'm wasting it on a Pornhub comment. <laughs> Man, I'm putting it on a postcard and sending it to all my put it there in addition to other places. I put a goddamn tear in my eye. Uh, if a pregnant lady is, has a bath, is she a human submarine? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's kind of deep. That's a, yeah, that's philosophical. a philosophical yeah. question. Yeah. That, that, that was met with a, a collective, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, huh. Yeah, those are words. <laughs> This is from Duh Varth. 
the part where she took the pepper grinder and honey out of the cabinet was emotionally devastating. <laughs> and then uh, somebody responded to that, I want to eat that huge ass. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that, is that, it's taking the pepper grinder and honey out of a cabinet. Is that emotionally devastating for people that uh, have pepper grinders and honey out of cabinets? Or it could have just been cinematically beautiful, you know? Like all these things that involve... Owning a house or a kitchen, I can't relate to. <laughs> I mean, it's from Pornhub. So, did she use those items on upon herself? In That's which what I, yeah. Made her oh. huge ass more appetizing. I get. Oh, oh pepper oh, the uh, head head, yeah. It doesn't even have to be a human ass. Maybe she was just cooking like a it's pig's ass. A nice brine. Yeah, brine. Yes, yeah. 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 Pork been, butt. A lot of ways that can play out. Why that person to eat that huge butt? I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, 14, Lord. Which is my favorite lord, by the way. <laughs> my disappointment is immeasurable. I am truly saddened by the fact that she trolled the living shit out of us. My dick has retracted, and honestly, this is the most vile thing one can do. This is the worst than the Holocaust and 9-11. You know what this is worse than slavery. You've blue-balled me to an extent to where my balls are throbbing with pain. It's like I'm getting stabbed down there. I'm going to go watch... Futa hentai. Is that how you say that? I have no now, idea. And no, I will not buy yeah, your premium. <laughs> now, I think I should get a reward because there's actually zero punctuation in this motherfucker. So I, I had words. to make my own sentences. Yeah. 304 <laughs> thumbs ups, man. Somebody knew what he was talking about. Somebody yeah, got it. Apparently, uh, 304 people thumbs up. And it. you correctly, I guess, projected the spirit of his anger. He's angry that she trolled the living shit out of his dick. This must have been like a cam girl. But the moral of the story is, no, I won't buy your fucking premium. <laughs> and what's Futa Hentai? Am I not? I'm going to have to Google that later. Greatest porn video ever, surpassing fucking hot. And all the stepmom, stepbro shit. No man has ever held a bunk bed up with his dick, ever. This day will be remembered by the human race for an eternity. For we have passed another milestone in human achievements. I'm tearing up right now. This was so beautiful. Wow. So somebody held up a... A bunk bead. Dick presses. <laughs> a bunk, bunk bead. bead. Yeah. His dick. Wow. Uh, the sauce butt's uh, not here to save the day. They can... Oh, someone posted a link to this. Oh, man. I don't... Uh, what? Oh, yeah. oh, to the actual video? To the actual video. I think... Uh, so this is for, like, the Patreon followers this, who get to watch actual yeah. porn. Yeah, I think we might have to save that one for the Patreon followers. Uh, for those who are just curious, like, what is this amazing video? I, I, I have to know. So we'll save you the, the task of Googling 300 things and hours of Pornhub watching. Yeah, that's right. DM Ian on Instagram. Yeah, just DM us on Instagram. That could be our $5 Patreon level right there. We'll, we'll wrap it up with uh, the Clint. $10. We'll recreate the video. This is from Anonymous. <laughs> so she walks into this guy's house and tells him that she want him to fuck her. And he does not yet, when I walk into a place and ask somebody to fuck me, it's considered illegal. I'm also not allowed back in Disney World. Quote, unquote. <laughs> into a place... I feel for you. Some, there's no punctuation. I feel for you. Some girl once asked me, are your, are your breasts or legs, man? I replied, I'm more into shaped pussy and anal, and now I'm banned from KFC. These are good jokes, man. I know. Like, if I had written that, I'd be closing with it. So the guy's like, be closing it. I'm posting that on porn. I'd be closing with it. I don't know better than anything I've ever written, man. Now I'm just jealous. 
Like that, <laughs> that first one is basically just like a Mad Libs. <laughs> so many jokes that have that, that format. Yeah, it's a, it's a template. It's a little choppy. Yeah. So the guy's mad that he can't just walk into a place and say, somebody fuck me. Yeah, it's like she walks into this guy's house and just says, fuck me, and the guy does. Oh, but whenever I do it and I say, fuck me, it's I considered see, illegal. They can't go back no, to Disney, Disney World. Disney World, yeah. I see. Uh, yeah. so. 4,004 uh, thumbs ups. Man. Yeah. Well. Man, so this guy was banned from Disney World for fucking trying to... For not understanding supply and demand. For trying to holla at a honey with a little bit too much fire. Word. That's, I guess that's there what boils down to. I mean, in legal terms. All right, gangsters, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we set the bar so high on that last one. We just can't climb back over the top. Well, we're going back. Well, we learned a lot here, folks. We learned uh, how our 20th president was uh, killed. If only human centipede technology would have been around. That's it. We learned about the dark history of Lane Bryant. We learned about the social credit system and pontificated on what we would do if it was up to us. Hope you guys enjoyed. We'll be back here same time next week. You want to get swole? I can go rock.